Hi, I'm Johnny Pollard, and welcome to the One Giant Mind podcast. In this episode, I talk with Liz, a marketing strategist in the wellness industry. She expressed a growing sense of fatigue in her work, observing a trend of self-appointed experts that are flooding the market and creating a lot of noise in the space, and asking the question, how do we deal with that? I've been in, working in and around the wellness space since before it kind of was a, a space and an industry. She's always... I think I've always been a seeker and always been curious and really drawn towards the real deal type of thing. And I feel like if you go back several years, that it wasn't really cool. Like it wasn't exactly something that was in the popular discourse. Mm-hmm. You know, wellness wasn't a buzzword and it certainly wasn't something people were putting money towards or really all that interested in. And all of a sudden, everything just popped Right, and it's exploded, and it's something that is um, seen as a business opportunity. It's something where there's very little context for it, so people are able to really get ahead really quickly. If they have great marketing, if they have a great story, if they have great charisma, if they have great people, kind of boasting about them as well, and I find it really hard for most people to distinguish between who can you trust like who's the who's actually a messenger of higher consciousness of they're really tapped in and they're really doing this because like you say it's something that they can't ignore and i personally have a hard time grappling with coming across people who i might get a little wooed by their, the way they present things or the way they communicate or the impact that they're having and then get a little bit closer and realize, oh man, they're just not who they say they are, Mm. but they're fooling. I think they're fooling a lot of people and they're somehow leading this whole movement. And it really impacts me like something turns in me when I recognize that and there's a break for me and watching and witnessing these people who are leading a consciousness movement who are actually have a a break in character somewhere. Yeah. And I guess my question is, you know, when I bring it up to some people, they're like, who cares? Just ignore it. You know, if they are someone who others can hear a message by and it's helping them, why does it bother you? And it bothers me, <laughs> you know, then um, mm. it makes, it's like, I think it's one of the reasons why I'm so drawn to you, right? Is because it's so pure and so consistent. Oh, thank you. And, uh, and when I'm around it, it, it like, there's even just showing up today. It's like, it resets me in a way where it's like, oh yeah, like that is who I am at my core. And mm. I, and I want that. Mm. Right. Yeah, I'm grateful for that, right? Mm. So I guess my 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 question is, you know, does it matter? Yeah. Yes. Of course it matters, because it matters to you. 
mm-hmm. and that's important. Um, is it a really big problem? Um, as in, you know, does the fate of humanity rest on it? <laughs> I, I don't think so. Um, but it's certainly a very fascinating thing that we're, we're witnessing the, the, the industrialization of our well-being. And, you know, I, I have very mixed feelings about so much of what's going on. And for the most part, I allow those natural feelings to come and go because my feelings for me are a barometer of, um, you know, what's, what's good for me and what's not. And I always listen to my feelings uh, to determine what's good for me and what's not. And I, re- I really trust those. However, I don't deeply invest in them, meaning that if somebody gives me a feeling that it indicates that they're perhaps not good for me or good for other people, I don't confuse the feeling for the person. Although I will, I, I will interact with those feelings in a particular way, I will interact with that person in a, in a particular way as well. Now, this has been a real journey for me. Um, because, you know, having, um, deeply immersed myself in, in study and training with no conception of the, um, uh, the role that I'm in now becoming so popular, you know, becoming so relevant culturally. I always hoped it would for the, just for the benefit of humanity that people like me who have committed so much time to developing, um, an intimate understanding of how I work and, and in sharing and teaching that have learned that it's actually a universal thing. Of course, I'm going to hope that everybody's going to catch on to this, but I never imagined that it would in the way that it has with, you know, social media and all of that, you know, how somebody can become popular um, through self-generating their own marketing, you know, on their own social media accounts and whatever, Somebody can pretty much be anybody with no real training and before you know it, have, you know, a few hundred thousand followers. And because, you know, sort of as a part of our, our stress condition and our stress society, we become lazy. Journalists, Journalists become, lazy. become lazy. They go, oh, who's got the biggest Instagram account? That person, they must be the, the authority on the subject. Exactly. <laughs> Let's go get a quote from them. <laughs> and as a result, we get a, a perpetuation of um, mistruths, misconception, and uh, a very low level of understanding, uh, lack of sophistication. And as you said, it's unregulated. The whole wellness industry is very unregulated, particularly meditation. Yoga, yoga is probably the most sophisticated out of all of them, I think. Um, you know, of all the kind of alternative things, you know, there are, you know, naturopathy and, um, certain therapies, you know, there are associations and boards and bodies now. You need to be accredited and they hold you accountable. Meditation is, you know, a little way away from that in any real meaningful way. And so that leaves the gate open for anybody to step up and say, Hey, I'm an expert. Um, and you know, I guess we should just expect that <laughs> given the, the kind of world that we live in, you know, where our society and our market is based on, um, opportunity. You know, we're encouraged. We're actually bred 
to seize opportunity, create your, your opportunity. And if there's no regulation and no governing body that says you can't do it, then of course people are just going to go do it and be completely justified in that pursuit. And so I've come to peace with that more deeply come to peace with that more recently, actually, because in New York City, you know, it's like an epicenter of what's happening in the world. And there's so many fascinating things going on here. And there is a lot of people that, that very much fall into that category. So the big question is, you know, is it okay? And how do we deal with it? I guess what you're asking me is some advice on how to kind of reconcile that within yourself and I guess part of it was that, but I guess the, the bigger question is how do we elevate, you know, like how do we start to help people to distinguish between true conduits mm. of this mm. way of being, of mm. this, you know, coming from a place of, you know, really trying to propel something much bigger happening, recognizing that they're part of mm. this consciousness movement as opposed to it's a great marketing vehicle mm -hmm. for someone. It's an opportunity, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's, obviously I have a different perspective that I'm coming at it with because it's both, you know, I see everything with the, you know, marketing lens. So I question a lot um, and I think it's just, I think it's just like, I think the, it's hard to watch people get away with things, mm. you know? And yeah. like, I guess it's like, is, are people really getting away with things or is it really just, just be grateful that this is happening at all and that there, there are these conversations since there is more meditation, but it's like, what if someone who's leading this really powerful movement um, is nasty to everybody else that works for them, but has this outward facing persona that's mm. just, you know, yeah. enlightened and delivering this, this amazing tool and experience. Yeah. My personal perspective is that everything comes home to roost. The truth's always revealed for some that might take a little longer than others. And what I do is just put my attention on what is good. I invest in those that I believe are authentic and am supportive and encouraging of those that may believe that what they're doing is great, but um, is perhaps a little bit hypocritical or misleading in the way that they're doing it. Um, I've made the decision to, to just remain connected and supportive of those people with the hope that I might be able to influence them in some way without throwing them in the, in the poo-poo basket um, and reinforcing a, a dynamic of division, which is what we don't need. I don't think that anybody gets away with anything. There is a, a, an unspoken universal justice system. Some refer to it as karma, you know, but everything sorts itself out in the end. And what we're, we're like at the dawn of, you know, it's a bit of a, a, a cliche, actually, the dawn of a new era. But uh, I really believe that we actually are uh, at the dawn of a new time within our society. And with every dawn, it's, a, it, you know, at the early stages, just as the light's coming up, there's still darkness. 
there's there's still some uncertainty about where we are and what we're doing here. There are those that feel that impulse to to act and to serve, despite the fact that they might be ill-equipped. Um, and and then there are those that have probably got slightly other agendas and intentions that are more self-serving than than anything else, and probably that's the thing that you have the most disdain for. Um, and I think ultimately it will all sort itself out because the market is becoming increasingly more discerning. You're becoming increasingly more discerning. As every day passes, you're asking questions with a deeper criteria to qualify somebody. Just because somebody says, hi, I'm a wellness whatever, you're like, oh, okay, well, let's see your qualifications. And those qualifications are often um, determined by your own personal experience, passing through your own filters of discernment. You know, do I feel that sense of rejuvenation, that sense of connection, rather than just believing in the ideas that they're expounding? Do I see in them embodiment? Do I see that they are here, now, and present? And this should be our qualifier, quite frankly. And so if you're asking the question, you know, how do we, how do we discern and what do we do is when we, when we qualify somebody as being authentic, then invest in them, support them, encourage them, you know, participate. When we notice somebody that's not being authentic, then if you're, you're in the position that you are, then very gently, very lovingly call them out on it. Call them out in a very gentle way. Say, look, you know, uh, you say this and this and this and this, but I've, I've noticed quite a bit of this. And just want to bring it to your attention because, you know, you have enormous potential to be very influential and you're having a big impact. And at the same time, you can also be very damaging if you're not living what you're teaching. Can be, it, it, can, it can have a very big impact on everybody that's following you and interacting with everything that you're doing. And, you know, would you like to talk about this? You know, rather than f- make them feel like they're being judged and that they're naughty <laughs> and they should feel ashamed, you know, be a solution for them. Because in my personal journey, there have been times where there have been aspects of my personality where they were in the shadows and I couldn't notice it. And there are some very key people in my life that felt compelled, a sense of responsibility to sit me down and go, hey, I just want to... I just want to point out something and they'll share something about my personality that seemed like a contradiction. And although when it was first brought to my attention, it hurt because actually it was in a shadow for a reason because I didn't want to look at it. <laughs> and when I, when I embraced it and went through the discomfort, I couldn't have been more grateful to them. They did me such a, a service of bringing to my attention something that, you know, I was convinced wasn't existing or, you know, I, I told myself some other story. And this is what helped me grow. So you being such an influencer in the, in the marketing side of the wellness industry, you know, work out a way <laughs> where you can sit down and have conversations with these individuals in a very loving and kind way and go, can I share my experience of you? And always lead with what you love about them and the wonderful work that they're doing 
and then go, and now I'd like to share some other things that I've noticed. And, and ask them, get their permission, say, look, do I have your permission to kind of point some stuff out that I think might really, my intention here is just to, to serve you and support you. And if they give you permission, then let them know. And not only will you be doing them a wonderful favor and giving them some insight about how they can evolve, you're going to establish a wonderful relationship with them. They're going to go, I, you, you see through the bullshit and I can rely on you as somebody that's going to come and hold me accountable because we all really want that. And you'll become a very powerful member of the, of this community as somebody that's holding people accountable in that way, but not in some kind of self-righteous way, just as a very gentle, delicate, sensitive, hey, can I share something with you? And the ones that aren't interested, then they're not interested. And you have the choice to cease investing. Just don't invest in what you don't believe in. And, you know, I think that's all we can do. How, how does that feel as a solution? It feels really warm. Like that feels like, like that feels good to me. Like it's really tangible and really accessible and it, it helps me reframe how I approach people and look at it as an opportunity to be of service. I think there, if I'm being totally honest, there's a bit of righteousness and how I've, and which which is no different, you know, than kind of the things that I'm pointing a finger at. Mm. So, thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Whenever we're holding any disdain, where we're perpetuating that cycle, and there is always arrogance and self-righteousness in our disdain. That's what disdain lives on. It's the absence of compassion. And so it sounds like that light just got switched on. Thanks so much. Thank you. <laughs> I think the most important thing to reflect on here is that it's such early days for these industries and we can afford to have a little bit of patience and compassion for those people that are discovering how to bring what I believe a sincere desire to do good in the world to actually correlate with the, the level of expertise required in order to execute the role. And so if you see something out there in the marketplace that you're affected by and that you know you have that you're participating in, then I encourage you to take the responsibility to to make an opportunity to have a meaningful conversation with those people in a sincere but compassionate way to give them the opportunity to elevate. Often these people don't even really know that that's the way they're being perceived. A big thank you to the whole One Giant Mind team. Our show producers Trevor Exeter and Sean Tomlin, original music composition by Ali, and of course Andrea Stern for providing her beautiful studio space for this podcast. If you're interested in learning meditation, you can download the free One Giant Mind mobile app on iTunes or Google Play. And if you're a passionate meditator and feel inspired to share meditation with the world by teaching it, you can apply to the One Giant Mind Teacher Training Academy. You can learn more by going to onegiantmind.com. That's the number one, giantmind.com. We hope that you can join us for the next episode.